good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the unshakable rock of Holy Scripture? Welcome to uh, the podcast today and hope that your week has been going well and that you've been a useful servant for the Lord. It's always encouraging for me as a pastor and I mention this always uh, to to my folks and uh, the, the uh, sheep that God's entrusted to my care. What a blessing it is to hear of how God has opened doors and windows of opportunity for you to be able to invite people to uh, know the gospel or to come to church or uh, all of the above, whatever it might take. And I pray that you're always on the lookout for somebody. Uh, That's uh, one of our greatest obstacles, is it not, is just to remain sensitive to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Because you never know when somebody will come across your path that No one else may know what's going on in their heart and mind, but the Lord knows, and he may just be preparing you to be able to give them the good news of his love for them. Well, it's that great love that we're celebrating this time of the year, this Advent season. We're continuing on our kind of Advent calendar trip leading up to the 25th of this month. And I think there's so many verses, honestly, folks, there's just... There aren't, there really are not enough days in an entire year to prepare our hearts uh, for exactly what the scripture does have to say about the incarnation, the word becoming flesh. There are so many Bible verses, it's actually really hard to choose which one to include in the podcast. But the verse for today is from Hebrews chapter 2. It's actually the last two verses of the second chapter. The Bible says, Wherefore, in all things it behooved him to be made uh, like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself hath suffered, being tempted, he is able to succor, or to, meaning to help, them that are tempted. This is just another one of those verses that stands out to me as helping us prepare our hearts for the celebration of the great gift of Christmas. And in this passage, you are given a reason why Jesus had to come bodily, why he had to appear in the flesh, why he had to come here and to live a life of humanity and be deity in the flesh. Now, let's break this down a little bit, just like the passage does today. In verse 17, it starts off with that phrase, wherefore in all things. In other words, that's a reference to what happened when Jesus, who has always been the Son of God in heaven, condescended to humanity and took on him tendons and skin and bone structure and everything else that goes into being humanity, uh, as well as emotions uh, and all, all of the, the, the uh, highs and lows of what it means to be a human being. Uh, the Bible says that all of these things, in everything, he came to be made like us. He experienced joy. He experienced sadness. He had emotions. He cried when his ba- he was a baby. He became hungry. Uh, he was thirsty. He experienced disappointment. He had all kinds of emotions that went through, uh, was part of this being 
wherefore in all things. So in respect to his body, in respect to his emotions, in respect to his his character and everything, it was appropriate, the Bible says, that he should be like human beings. That's why we understand the book of Hebrews teaches us that Jesus was no angel. Uh, He was no created being. He literally, because he came to redeem humanity, he had to become humanity. He had to become human. He had to partake of our nature. He, He needed to know what it was like to walk the roads of this life. And yet, he had been, was able to accomplish that flawlessly and sinlessly. So they, it was fit and appropriate that there should be nothing lacking in him uh, as it respects the, the, uh, the, the humanity that we all wrestle with on a on daily basis. It says in verse 17, wherefore in all things it behooved him. That's the King James statement for literally saying it became him or it was a, there was a fitness. There was a propriety to it. It was an appropriateness. The reason why it was proper is what's getting ready to follow. He's, the Bible says, wherefore in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren. Um, this the the fact is that to put this in words he was a descendant of abraham he needed to be like the descendants of abraham because they are those whom he came to redeem uh he actually calls them brethren in this passage uh he identifies with those in flesh and the reason why he did so is the last part of this verse in verse 17, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest. I love that phraseology in scripture, that he might be merciful. That's the number one reason stated here why Christ had to come and take on flesh and be deity in a body, to be the word in flesh. It's so that he could be compassionate. That's what merciful refers to. That he might know what we face and yet still pity us in our weaknesses and in our trials and in the struggles that we go through. I often refer to this verse when somebody comes to me and says, Pastor, I've just felt all alone. I feel like nobody understands. Nobody really knows what I'm going through. And I have to stop them right there and say, you know what? That's false. The Bible says that he is a merciful and faithful high priest. He lived this life. He faced all that it has to throw at you, and probably more so than we even do. Uh, and so that enables him to be able to know how to, to help us in time of need. Uh, it's one thing to offer help to somebody going through a situation that you have no identity with. You've never been through that before. But it's a completely other thing to have experienced yourself uh, what that person's struggling with and be able to say to them, you know what, I can help you with this because I've been there. I've done that. That's the Lord. So it says he took on flesh to be a merciful and then it says a faithful high priest. 
Now, that means that he has the absolute ability to intercede for those who would come to him. Uh, his fidelity, his faithfulness is unquestioned. Here, is a, here we are as a race of, of sinners and suffering people. We're exposed to the wrath of God. We're really liable uh, to being eternally separated from God. Judgment hangs over us every day. Uh, as God's judgment day draws closer, but yet here we are. Uh, he entered into the full exposure into the feelings and the fears and the dangers of mankind, of humanity. He identifies with us so that he might be qualified to perform with absolute flawlessness the trust that the Father has committed to him that he might be a faithful high priest. And in particular, the sentence goes on to say, in things pertaining to God, as far as our relationship to God is concerned, he came to be that faithful one who offered himself a sacrifice. And the idea that Jesus took on himself our nature so that he can sympathize with us, that, 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 uh, that he might be faithful to the mission that his father had given him to do. Um, that's exactly what Christ did. And it ends with saying that he, by his death as a sacrifice, he brings reconciliation to the father. Now, none of this could ever have occurred if Christ had not left the glories of heaven and interceded on our behalf so that we can say, God, be merciful to me, a sinner, and know that that sin has been, uh, has been atoned for. It has been satisfied. The wrath of God has been conciliated. So now uh, we look to the Lord and we rejoice today because the Christmas season and Advent season is a remembrance of that great sacrifice that was made, that we might have a right relationship with God. We rejoice in that. We're going to have more about that in some upcoming posts, uh, podcasts, but today we are remembering this fact that he became, it was necessary for him to become human so that we he might identify with us, that he would be merciful, that he would a high, be a high priest, that intercedes before our Father in heaven. You'll never have a better advocate than you will in Jesus Christ. God bless you today. 